Hey everybody, Shane Presley here, Rock Paper Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode. Um, back, baby. Uh, took a little brief hiatus. Took a vacation with my wife to celebrate our ninth wedding anniversary. But uh, back at it. Got a fun new episode today uh, with singer-songwriter Kevin Gruen. Had a great time getting to meet Kevin, getting to talk about his brand new record he's working on, and we play a couple of live acoustic tunes and had a lot of fun hanging out, so hope you enjoy it. Check Kevin out uh, coming to a town near you. He's all over the place, uh, and you can find com, Facebook and Instagram for more info, um, but uh, you're going to hear all about it on today's episode do want to remind you, as always, Rock Paper Podcast is brought to you by Friendship Brewing Company in Wentzville, Missouri, serving up all your craft beer needs, over 25 rotating taps, and all kinds of delicious beverages out there. So come on out, see what it's all about. Uh, we got all kinds of tasty eats as well. We got your burgers and nachos, flatbread pizzas, pretzels, and... Uh, all kinds of uh, daily specials, and um, so come out hungry, and uh, you know it's getting into fall weather, it's a beautiful patio you can enjoy out there, and some great live music happening on the weekends. This week, kick off your weekend with a Thursday night Singo Bingo happening. Uh, we got uh, Groove and Boogie is the theme this week. And on September 28th, September 29th, Friday night, Josh Liddig will be out there, 7 to 10. And Saturday, September 30th, Steve Kyle. You can find it all again at friendshipbrewingcompany.com. Be sure to plug in with them on Facebook and Instagram. And you've been hearing me talk about it for a while, but they recently launched a brand new location just uh, outside of Wentzville in Flint Hill, Missouri. Brand new Friendship Brewing Fly High. Uh, beautiful location. Really cool experience out there. If you haven't been out, check it out. Um, you got the same great beer. You got a brand new kitchen. Uh, the Fly High kitchen menu is really tasty. And uh, I think you'll enjoy it. Yeah, and you can catch some live music out there uh, Friday night, Steve Kyle. Saturday, the 30th, Corey Clapper. And um, both of those are 7 to 10. Uh, if you need anything from me, be sure to reach out uh, via Facebook or Instagram. You can email me, rockpaperpodcast at gmail.com. Everything else at rockpaperpodcast.com. And I uh, would love to hear from you. And if, with that out of the way, sit back, relax, and enjoy brand new episode with Kevin Gruen. Um, the podcast is kind of like a, it's like a radio show that's not on the radio. It's on, it's on the internet. Does that make sense? Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> That's also like my mom. Uh, it makes it sound more confusing, doesn't it? Uh, it sounds like this. This is Kevin Gruen, and you're listening to the Rock Paper Podcast. 
Rock Paper Podcast. This is Beat Paper, Paper Covers Rock. Rock Beats is the Shane Covers non-stop. Never know what new kind of guests that he's got coming at you. Live and direct on the spot could be rock, folk, country, or hip-hop, jazz. All kind of folks that he has. Could be an artist or a comedian to make you laugh on the Rock Paper Podcast. Double-decker fudge round rolling round town. Shane coming at you live and direct from ground zero. He's your hero. He's your bestie. Rock Paper Podcast with Shane Presley. Hey everybody, Shane Presley here, Rock Paper Podcast, coming to you from St. Louis, Missouri. Hanging out today with Kevin Gruen. Welcome to the show, man. Happy to be here. This is, uh, man, I don't know, I say a lot, I start the show quite a bit this way, but uh, this is why I continue to do this show. I love meeting new people, making music in our town, and uh, me and you kind of been friendly through the internet for a little bit, uh, been helping plug some of your dates on the calendar that's kind of how i took notice of what you're doing like uh seeing your name pop up at a lot of local gigs around town and uh and then i learned you uh we're doing some original stuff we got new music coming and stuff and so uh i was like hey let's make this happen let's hang out so this is our first time getting to officially meet um and get to sit and talk and get to know each other a little bit better so so thank you for doing this, man. Yeah. Looking forward to uh, uh, diving into some of these tunes. We played a couple of live acoustic ones, and then you got, we got, a, like I said, a new record on the way soon. So we've got a lot to talk about, um, but I kind of like to start beginning. I feel like, uh, especially being your first time on the show, kind of a good uh, introduction for myself and anybody else that might not quite know you yet, but... Uh, uh was st St. louis always been home for you is it in this uh this area yeah yeah well i grew up on the illinois side a little area up in jersey county um jerseyville area relatively i perform over there actually at uh george's local brew quite often yeah (laughs) so that area and i still perform over there um brighton bethalto a bunch of small town illinois sure so I grew up over there, the came land. over here when I was 14, yeah. and uh, but I've always lived in the St. Louis area. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I uh, uh, I call St. Louis home. I live about 40 miles west, and uh, but I uh, so but instead of uh, but what now people know a little more, you know, Wentzville has kind of grown up a, quite a bit out there now. But uh, I remember when I was a kid going growing up out there like. There was nothing out that way, and nobody knew what Wentzville was. When I know. moved here, there was it was yeah. like nothing out there. Right. Yeah, it's grown really quick. It's crazy. So now I can actually say my town name, and people will be like, well, you know, I don't have to go into explain it. So yeah, it's easier. It got easier just to say St. Louis. It's just to, at least people had an idea of where you're yeah, from. Yeah, that's so. normally how I brand myself. Right. I just went out of state, and that's how I always have to, you know. Do you? Uh, I just say I'm from St. Louis. <laughs> do you? Do you know? Speaking of that, I was kind of wondering, like. I had some friends mention it one time and made me laugh, but like, do you feel like you get uh, a little 
street cred when you uh when you say you're from st louis like yeah you really pe- feel like a like a thug people you know? think like, we're like some tough city yeah I mean, people kind of wince a little bit yeah. they're like oh okay <laughs> i mean i do I'm know definitely not messing with this guy <laughs> <All right>. <laughs> <laughs> i do know uh you know obviously he's I'm probably not... in a gang and <laughs> right yeah i mean obviously our the statistics are there but like uh i just feel like it's funny when people think of st louis they think we're like yeah. when they hear that kind of stuff they think we we uh or some you know badasses and stuff and i'm like so we're pretty rough right <laughs> uh but i don't know i've never really had any issues i i uh i've been all over a lot of different uh parts of st louis and uh different clubs and everything i never really had any kind of issues and stuff but uh i just think it's funny when people like people just see what they see on the news and that's right, part of the problem right, like yeah. so that's why I love to travel too, because like you go to places and like all the stuff you hear in the media, and then you go there and it's like it's not really that inflated. They're just showing you one side. Sure. Um, I mean, it's like St. Louis. You know where the good neighborhoods are with the music and everything, and like normal petty theft. And every now and again, something really bad happens. Sure. But like that happens here in St. Charles. Too, yeah. Right. right. Yeah, it happens everywhere. So. Yeah. Um. But yeah, anyway, my friends mentioned that, yeah, uh, that they, you know, kind of people treat them differently when they learn they're from St. Louis. Yeah. And I was just like, <laughs> I just thought that was a funny idea. Um, but, uh, yeah. So, uh, where, where does, uh, where does this all start for you? I mean, um, do you, you kind of said something off mic, uh, about like, uh, kind of getting started, but what was, uh. Were your, were your parents influential on uh, you playing music or family yeah, or anything? Yeah, we go way back. Yeah, yeah. My, yeah. So my mom sang. My dad played drums. Uh, my grandma was a piano player. She taught me piano and organ when I was a kid. Um, I guess my first, technically, my first instrument was drums because you know my dad was a drummer, and so I had a little drum set when I was a kid, and he said, uh, "Put on." And I got a DeVita and <laughs> said, here, try this. So For the next half an hour. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. And I just beat the drums to death right. and I'd make up songs and sing and all kinds of stuff. Yeah. And, uh, and so I really wanted to be a drummer at first. And then I played piano for a while and organ. Um, then I then I was supposed to have guitar lessons, but I ended up just teaching myself by ear at first. Okay. Uh, I did play trumpet in school, but so I learned uh, music theory doing that, but... I didn't learn music theory until I was... I actually took classical guitar in college. But uh, up until then, I didn't have any music theory, and I played for years. And Yeah, piano and guitar mainly. Yeah, man. Oh. Yeah, very cool. I um, I don't know. I talk about it a lot. I wish I would have uh, stuck with it. I wish I would have uh, applied myself younger. Not that it's ever too late, but like I just kind of wish I would have um, tried to learn an instrument younger and... Uh, when when it was a little when I had a little bit more free time and stuff like that so, you know all that f- stuff but um, but yeah I don't know I've always been a giant fan I just never really had any um, anything speak to me saying hey I need to pick up a guitar or try this or whatever so right uh, my dad played a bit my uh, my both my parents were giant music fans and they that's how I you know got into yeah you know just absorbed so much of it as a kid and. I still love all that music that they played and it's a big part of my life, but it's a re it's really the, I feel like just being 
immersed in it so much as a kid, like really made a, this love of music for me. So, yeah, no, I feel the same way. I had a, I have an uncle who's, uh, you know, plays guitar in his church. And then I have another uncle who plays death metal. So, oh yeah, you know, <laughs> they play a lot of different stuff in my family. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> different sides to that. You ever uh, listen to Paul Thorne? You ever heard of him at all? Paul Thorne? I don't think so. He's a, one of my favorite singer songwriters and, he kind of got some some success. Is he in a band or is he just no? Nah, I mean, just it's just. I mean, he has a band, but it's all just under Paul okay. Thorne. Uh, but uh, he um, he's got, he got a really interesting story. He um, fought uh, as a boxer for a little while, and I can't remember the guy's name now. But he uh, got worked his way up to in a pretty um, big ticketed boxing match with this guy that was like champ at the time kind of thing and um but can't like i said i can't remember his name but but anyway like so he's he's done a couple different things in his life and now he's kind of been in this music for quite a while uh he got some moderate success from a song called uh it's a great day to whoop somebody's ass that got like picked up on like bob and tom and stuff like that it's kind of a funnier one but um, but anyway, I think of it all because he's got a song called Pimps and Preachers and that's his story is that he has an uncle that's a pimp and an uncle okay, that's a preacher. I know that guy. Yeah. And, yeah. uh, he doesn't do uh comedy shows too, does he? No, okay. it's, I mean, I've heard that like, he's like half, I feel like a I've lot heard of him talk about that. I feel like or, or something. Yeah. I've, I've definitely heard that those two songs. All right. Just didn't know who that was. I didn't put two and two together. He's, he's like, uh, I feel like there's quite a few musicians like him that are like, I, I don't know. I feel like a lot of it's been said before. Like comedians want to be musicians and musicians, musicians want to be comedians. You know, it's like that kind of thing. And then like, so he's kind of one of those that like, he's just naturally funny and talented. Like, and so he, some of his shows are like half comedy shows anyway. Like, That's actually a lot what I do with my, right. <laughs> with my music, you know, if, Especially if you screw up right in the middle of a song, you just you know you just make a joke of sure. it. Sure, it's, it's like that saying, uh, you know, it's not about how many times you fall; it's yeah. about how how many times you get back up. Yeah, so definitely. It's uh, it's kind of like the art of getting back up is performing. Yeah, because you don't stop when you perform, you know. So, but that uh, so. pimps and preachers came to mind when he said that. Though, just like that's a such a good song, and it's um, just funny to think about the the dynamic of having both ends of the spectrum represented in your, with you in your, yeah, in your own yeah, family. That's the same so, idea I was yeah, talking about. I right. have, you know, two different sides of my family right. that are so different. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, man, I, I feel like all that helps, you know, make you a, a well-rounded player and, uh, you know, offering a lot of, uh, um, you know, influences and stuff coming through. So, right. Um, but uh yeah we uh you were saying something about in 2020 during the pandemic like yeah you, so did, that's like like really got serious about this thing yeah so that you know i had been going to college for quite some time i was going actually for neuroscience and uh was doing that and working in kitchens while i was going to college and doing carpentry work so doing a couple of different side jobs to pay college and everything else and I just so happened to take the uh, semester off. I was doing all kinds of stuff. And then COVID hit, you know, and I ended up uh, 
getting laid off of a kitchen job because everybody pretty much, you know, was getting laid off everywhere and turned into a a blessing (laughs) instead of a curse. It was a good thing. Um, Because that's when I thought, well, I have this music thing sitting around, you know, and and I'd taken a semester off college. I was looking for houses to buy and whatnot, and everything went off the market. You know, it was uh, COVID years. So, you know, I, I went into music and it started with about a show a week turned into like two to three, four to six shows a week a year later. And it was February 2021. I ended up going full time. So uh, yeah, it took about a year, took a good little over a year maybe to uh, get up to that. But <laughs> yeah, so that's still that's, like- that's when it became my main income. It became my main uh, full time yeah. occupation. Yeah. That, I mean, it's still like that's quick to me. Like, I think like that's impressive to, uh, that you were able to network enough and get yourself out there to where you can you know make enough money doing this uh you know to pay the bills and stuff so that's cool man yeah i just figure i just lean into whatever i do that makes me unique and right. you know that's the whole game is you don't try to be better than anyone else you just be better than who you were yesterday and yeah just be the best at doing whatever unique thing you do and you'll stand out a little I agree. Yeah, hundred so, percent, man. Yeah, that's well, how I feel about it. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's uh, let's give a little sneak peek of what uh, we did today. Some uh, play a tune that we've uh, been working on, and like I alluded to, you are you are recording some of these for an upcoming record. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, a couple of these, uh, you said, have been around for a little bit and uh, might not be on that record, but uh, also just fun to play today and these might appear on a later record you never know right, where, where these yeah. might show up but uh um let's start with uh a tune called sinking ships you wanna anything you want to say about this one is it uh, comes to mind about this song oh uh, no it, it's pretty much the way i'm gonna record this one is is almost how uh almost how i performed it so. yeah yeah i kind of like just uh you know that's what i love about doing the live acoustic stuff on the show just kind of this is what it's like for a lot of your you know singer songwriters sitting in their you know living room or bedroom or whatever kind of picking around on the guitar and they come up with these songs so i kind of like capturing that raw you know feeling of what it's like the first time you wrote it and stuff too so right right and like kind of the the meaning of the song and whatnot to me is is somewhere uh, similar to about like making the right sacrifices, you know, don't jump on the wrong ships, yeah, so to speak, because <laughs> you can really walk a long way in the wrong direction. Yeah, so it's kind of a metaphor I used, and uh, yeah, but I figure, you know, I write songs a lot of the times and let people sort of write their own stories, and yeah, and so uh, yeah, sometimes I like to talk about what a song's about, uh-huh. but then sometimes I like to let people, you know, relate to it in a way that. Uh, Maybe it means something different if you hear Sure. Well, jumping on sinking ships Just you run away from the storm on the scale Destiny's bound to miss The hands on the clock keep ticking away Floating on the street Drowning deep beneath the consciousness Losing control of what you think 
beginning, you start again Jumping on sinking ships Just jump on board and let's sail away The destination we could miss Set sail for nothing but a sunny day Floating on the sea Drowning deep beneath your consciousness Losing control of what you think So reel it back in and you start again Well there was a time when I was oh so damn naive Some boats were meant to drift Watch those memories fade away In the nighttime Like sinking ships Just like sinking ships Jumping on sinking ships Let's jump on board and sail away Destination we couldn't miss Set sail for nothing but a sunny day Floating on the sea Drowning deep beneath your consciousness Losing control of what you think So reel it back in and start again But there was a time when I was all so damn naive A newfound love she could bring me to my knees Found out real fast some boats were meant to drift. Watch those memories fade away in the nighttime. Like sinking ships, just like sinking ships. Just like sinking ships. Just like sinking ships. Watch those memories fade away in the nighttime Like sinking ships Just like sinking ships Recently, just went on a nice long run Went, got to do some gigging, but you also with some was partly vacation too, uh, getting to see, bit. getting to see a little <laughs> bit of the world. And, uh, when, what, uh, up East Niagara yeah, Falls yeah, and Northeast, stuff. Yeah. 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 I played, uh, I went and played Maryland first. So I was in the, uh, I guess mid Appalachians. I went up, uh, from Maryland played Gettysburg. I went from, uh, Hagerstown, Maryland to Gettysburg to, uh, Long Island. I have a friend out in Long Island and, uh, he helped me get about probably half of those shows because he performs all over the U.S. He lives in Phoenix now, so he uh, he helped me get about half of those shows. So, good guy. We'll be doing a duo show, actually. His name is Richard Nile. I Am Hologram is his uh, band name. But we'll be doing a uh, duo show at the end of this month at Donatelli's, so that'll be a right on interesting gig. He's in town for that. Yeah. 
So uh, we're doing a, we call it the little too loud duo. Yeah. But yeah, you uh, So he'll be joining me for that. And uh, yeah, the other week was like Maine and New Hampshire and uh, New York. So I did a whole other two weeks on the road. Was that, I mean, what kind of sparked this? So is it just, uh, I know you play all over the the Midwest here, but was it was this like one of your first runs that way? Or was this, uh, have you made that run before? Or? No, that was the first time I've made that run out yeah. there. But uh, I just, you know, I think about getting fans all over the place. Yeah, and, definitely. Uh, and seeing new parts of the of the world while you're performing. I mean, that seems like a, you know, the way to go. I mean, you know, you could stay in a place for a while. You might oversaturate it and want to just move around a little bit. And yeah, Be- I feel like it's a natural thing to do for musicians. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, <laughs> I think it's great when you can take your music around wherever, you know, and uh get to meet new people because of it and um yeah you posted all kinds of uh really pretty pictures of rainbow and yeah over, yeah, over yeah, niagara yeah, falls there and stuff and go to, out, i played in niagara county and uh yeah that was an interesting area like you know you just see how different people everywhere are and yeah you know what uh what was your do you have a favorite uh like spot or anything along the way that uh memory or any like uh or even uh food or snacks that you found along the way like oh you know up in maine they have the lobster roll yeah and <laughs> that was pretty good so that was uh you know if anybody ever goes up to maine you got to get the lobster rolls up in maine <laughs> yeah. yeah um I- yeah no i mean it's it's all incredible i, I really uh enjoyed all of it especially performing up in the Maine and new hampshire areas it's like people up there are just you know incredibly nice it's a very small town kind of atmosphere and you know not a lot of people making trouble or anything like that it's just you know laid back part of the country yeah a road life's uh i don't get to do a lot of it but it's always something fun for me like i enjoy just going to i'm a bit of a snack guy so i like going to random gas stations and seeing what kind of local kind of snacks they have or different, you know, different things. Everybody's kind of got their own things that they do in that area and stuff. So, uh, I like when I can go down South and, you know, hit Bucky's and different. They got Chitlin. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) What is it? Chitlin or like, uh, it's something like that. Yeah. Uh, Bucky's has like everything. They, they got those, uh, I can't remember what the snack's called. Yeah, they uh, well, they got um, one of the things that they're like kind of known. They have these, it's like a caramel popcorn type of thing called oh, yeah. beaver nuggets, and that's like uh, people. Uh, I don't know, but yeah, it's one. It's a that place is uh, amazing. If you've never if you've never been to a Bucky's, I highly encourage you to go because it's like, I mean, there's like a hundred pumps. Uh, when I went to the one in Tennessee. Uh, it was like 5 a.m. We got there or something like that. Some I don't know why we were uh, decided to leave that early, but we got there and they're like fresh brisket uh, cu- cutting it on the block there. And the guy yells out, "Got fresh brisket on the block!" You know, and I'm just like, I'm barely awake, you know. But you know, I'm like, who? But I guess if you really want some brisket at 5 a.m., they got it ready to go for you. So. Yeah, that's how lobster is in Maine. Yeah. You know, people are eating lobster twenty four seven. Right, and I, I mean, I got some like 
you know other seafood by the end some clams and stuff because i'd been eating lobster for three or four days yeah the lobster is really good though but i would say if you've never been to maine like man that part of the country the coastline is just incredible you know there's mountains on the coast and it's uh yeah it's a peaceful place yeah it inspired some stuff. I started writing a few little things in that area. Yeah, well, I kind of, that's what I was kind of leading up to is like you. Uh, Gives me inspiration. I feel like you, too. Re, you know, listening to the lyrics of your latest uh, single coming out here uh, on September 18th called Permanent Vacation. It seems like you are pretty inspired by nature and uh, mountains and, you know, there's all these kind of talking about the going to the Rockies and different, you know, things. It's part of the theme of the record. Sure. It's like this country blues rock theme that's kind of, uh, it, it kind of fun songs, yeah. you know, that aren't incredibly serious. They're not about taking yourself incredibly serious. It's sort of about, uh, you know, finding what you love to do and, and making it a permanent vacation, you know. <laughs> This morning, big smile on my face. I rolled out of bed to a beautiful landscape, but I'm feeling good. Yes, 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 I'm feeling great. Well, even the birds are chirping. This morning, Joe's as good as one good day. Just give me a long cabin and a place to write my songs. Give me a bed and a bed. I'll write a song or ten. Cause once I'm on the road, Lord knows I'm not coming back again. Headed out west, gonna climb those. Rocky Mountains I headed to Colorado On a permanent vacation This time I do believe It's a permanent Scenery. Being on the road like this is right where I belong. Just 
This was a lot of fun, man. I really enjoyed this song. And uh, again, you can uh, find it on all your streaming platforms, uh, right, uh, as of uh, the 18th? Yeah, September 18th, uh, 12 p.m. noon. Yeah, right. Uh, so it's a Monday at noon. Yeah. So I just, for me, that seemed like a good time. All right. Yeah. And uh, you can find... More information by following along uh, with Kevin at kevingruenmusic.com and Facebook and Instagram. Uh, be sure to plug in on the socials there. And you can, like I said, you gig all over uh, all over the place here in the Midwest. And um, so coming to a town near you. But uh, yeah, this was a fun one, man. You said you got to, you, you got to work with some different people for the uh studio version of the song we, we did a little live acoustic version of it today uh but uh for the album version that people will be hearing um you got to work with uh dave anderson tritone guitars uh got yeah. to, you got to bring him in on the studio and he's quite known yeah yeah, yeah he's a good guy and yeah he came <laughs> in uh did some dobro on that he played dobro um I think he mostly played dobro on that one. I know I played the lead guitar and the rhythm guitar. Um, but yeah, there was a lot of people in on a lot of the record. I definitely have to give a uh, give a shout out to the bassist, Matthew Curry, and uh, drummer, James McBroom. He's really <laughs> incredible. They all, you know, I couldn't have done it without a, everyone else yeah. the, on the record. So Where where'd you guys it's, record? Uh, we st- It's quite complicated yeah. but we started at sawhorse studios uh over in south city uh same place andrew doll you had him yeah. on here records um uh, well i just fi- i finished up the other half at kalinga studios kalinga productions sure. and uh, kirkwood so with uh with ryan yeah ryan yeah. torpeo yeah. yeah yeah ryan's a good friend too yeah so me and ryan we're working on uh getting the rest of this record done with uh old time feelings about ready and so that one will come out in another month or two. Yeah. No exact date set for that one yet, but Old Time Feeling will be the next single. And then uh, I think we're doing Lost in the Desert as a third single and putting the record out. Yeah. Uh, well, let's uh, let's drop in uh, Old Time Feeling, mentioning uh, this one. This will give you a little uh, 
uh, advanced uh, sneak peek of the acoustic version before you can uh, get find the uh, album v- version here coming soon. But uh, I like this one a lot, man. This was uh, this sounded really good today. softly glow and begin to warm my soul I've been here so many times ever mostly in my mind oh and if these trees could talk let this be Another time There's no time feeling in my bones Let the breeze carry me back home Oh, time feeling when I'm alone Oh, time feeling in my soul All 
time feeling don't let go I don't know. I don't know if you uh, if if you get it a lot of your gigs. I don't know if it just really kind of showcased because of this particular stuff, or I don't know that I would uh, think about it if I you were singing uh, something else. But between like permanent vacation and old time feeling, I kind of feel uh, some like Elvis influence coming through, and between with your deeper voice and some of the guitar patterns and stuff you were playing, just kind of like. A little bit in that, uh, some of that influence of that type of rock and roll coming through, and I don't know if any, if yeah, yeah, if it, no, I would, I would, you know, I've heard a lot of people say Elvis, which yeah. to me seems a little bit interesting, but I do love Elvis and you know, old rockabilly, yeah, and uh, I, I'd say I'm highly inspired by like CCR, and, sure, you know, of course Led Zeppelin and and Rush and a lot of old greats. Yeah, as far as rock goes, but Johnny Cash too, and I love all the Highwaymen. So I, I love all the old country, and you know, kind of throwing it all together. Grateful Dead and and uh, all the jam bands. Yeah, Almond Brothers, and you know. Yeah, I don't know. There's something about. I don't really. Uh, I don't really know. Uh, sometimes I can't really always put it into words exactly what it is, but sometimes like I have a pretty good ear for things, and there's like certain you know whatever it is certain chords or whatever certain things that you you're doing and it kind of just triggers a memory uh, or something uh with uh so, something and like so uh but anyway for whatever reason my mind kind of leaned into uh kind of an elvis thing and i i think it also being like i said you're you're having a deeper voice and was singing and um but i'm a uh i really enjoy his stuff and it's kind of funny like having uh the same last name as him i get uh a lot of people oh yeah yeah i get i get a lot of people uh you know making comments about it like they'll asking if i'm of course asking if i'm related but then i also get like um for now and then i'll get like yeah you kind of look like him and i'm like ah whatever get out of here and like you just say you're his his cousin yeah Yeah, right (laughs) you're his nephew yeah but that uh i recently watched that elvis movie and it was it was all right. It was. Uh, I like. I like the songs. I like hearing the music in it. But it was kind of a weird. Uh, Is that the newer one? Yeah. I see. I just don't really watch movies yeah. a whole lot anymore. <laughs> it was, was kind of. I, I mean, it jumped around a lot. Like it was. It was like trying to cram everything into you know his whole life into a, an hour and a half kind of thing. So it was like a really like kind of yeah. all over the place. So. Yeah, I watched the Johnny Cash one when I was young. The Walk yeah. the Line. Oh yeah, you know, for I sure. Love that. Yeah. But uh, they they said the Queen one, the Queen one was pretty accurate as far as that timeline went. At least uh, that's what um, Brian Mays, the guitarist for Queen, had said. Yeah. The movie's pretty accurate as far as the Queen one goes. Yeah, I actually haven't uh, watched uh, I haven't watched that one yet. Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, I need to yeah. check that out. Yeah, it's pretty good. I mean, you know, if you're into those type of movies, the Beatles have like a thousand. Sure. Yeah. I think Elvis has about a thousand of them too. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. Yeah, it's like if you ever been to Graceland. I don't know. Yeah, have, we but. we did that. Uh, like I was probably fourteen or something. Yeah. We were pretty young, but we have. Uh, I think it's great, but like some of these other people should really get a lot of recognition too. It seems like. Yeah. You know, 
I, I went past the Johnny Cash birthplace even once, and it was just like his boyhood home, and there wasn't there wasn't really anything there as far as tourism and stuff, and mm-hmm. like I guess nobody ever visits that place, and so all these other ones, you know, you have a whole blues trail, and I um uh they got uh I went to Jacksonville, my brother-in-law lives down there, and uh, we just happened to be like uh hanging out and uh my mother-in-law noticed uh that uh the Almond Brothers house is uh down there where they it was like the house where they originally did like the first jam like Dwayne Allman formed a jam session in the living room huh. and that led to being the Almond Brothers that they all like moved the band to Macon and try to make a run at it uh getting a record deal and stuff and but so they have like a national um whatever uh, uh it's got a big plaque out front and stuff that this house is like a landmark now and stuff so like but i thought that was like super cool just like kind of same kind of thing like seeing where it all started like looking we didn't go in the house or anything we just read reading the sign outside and it was just like but kind of like allowing herself to go back in time and think about like man that would be some wild stuff to think about with that jam that uh, the almond brothers you know like so yeah it's crazy if you go to those states like everywhere between kentucky tennessee and mississippi and alabama it's just like so much music history you can go sure. anywhere and something is musically historic mm-hmm. <laughs> it doesn't i mean there's so much in mississippi personally that i still want to see yeah that's like uh you know the whole blues trail because i'm highly influenced by like delta blues and yeah and that kind of stuff and uh i feel like that's a that's a spark for a lot of early rock and roll you know if you oh, go yeah. back and where clapton got it from and where led zeppelin and all that stuff oh, yeah yeah they all got it from uh the old blues <laughs> pickers yeah sure yeah, it's all they were all covering it too. yeah it's all uh so. <clears throat> willie dixon and yeah yeah muddy waters and yeah so that's what really inspired me you know when i figured out that the first led zeppelin album was all that, covers yeah. of old blues songs except for yeah. two songs on that record and, yeah you know then i realized that fog had it done it and the yeah. stones and right. i mean name a rock band and they were all covering old blues songs I, right stones yeah, it's like yeah. i like to say that the british invasion sure. was like a revival of mississippi delta blues music mm-hmm. so yeah that when, when i figured that out that really kind of like gave me a spark to keep digging and really wanting to learn some older stuff so i do play some older blues things sometimes at gigs and you know throw sprinkle them in there for people even nice. if they they don't necessarily know them. It gives me a, a little bit of a different flavor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, uh, I agree. I think that's what... That's kind of how I like... Uh, I, I'll discover a lot of music backwards, you know, like kind of that thing like... Um, you know, I, obviously I love all these bands and what they did with those songs, but it's fun to notice like that these are all written by, uh, you know, these guys before them and stuff, so... Yeah, yeah. Um, so I kind of... Yeah, Robert Johnson, Willie Dixon. Yeah. Yeah, like a lot of records are practically credited to him now. Yeah. So, yeah, there's a lot of a lot of history there. Yeah, man. Uh, let's uh let's throw in one more we did live today. And this one's called Starry Moonlit Night. Uh 
And uh, this was kind of, I don't know, a little more uh, touched on that, like that picking a little bit more, like a little grassier kind of. Yeah, it's for uh, another project that's a little more bluegrass and yeah. folk rock. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it's it's a little more on that, that side of things, definitely. Yeah. Was there uh, anything, any story come to mind with this one? Where, or no, I mean, it's, it? it's, it's mostly just a true story. And again, yeah. it's kind of like, you know, you can let your imagination wander on it. It's, yeah. you know, it's definitely a true story, you know, but... Uh, yeah, a travel I had a couple of years ago, you know, and I've written a couple of songs about that one. I went to the Southwest and performed. And uh, yeah, that was, uh, I think that was my first time performing out of state. And so I ended up writing a few songs about that. And
there's a lot of purposes for me with traveling you know it changes my environment and and i think that's one of the best things about traveling is it really makes you resourceful and just appreciate everything you have because when you're on the road you know everything just like like oh i I need to find food tonight you know Mm -hmm. i need to find this i need to find that so it makes you a true resourceful kind of survivalist right do you uh do you find yourself like um being inspired more by like out there and changing change the scenery or do you um is it like do those inspire more songs like you do you feel more creative out there in nature and doing things or is it more like you take from those experiences and then you come home and write it uh do you like or do you, how do you feel like some most of your songs that kind of came about? well i think that i started out like for example i started probably like god knows i don't know 12 20 songs or something on this last trip yeah i didn't have a whole lot of time to sit and finish them even though they'd probably be like 10 minute finishes but i do take them home and then that i kind of finish them here right you know unless i'm gonna go writer's retreat somewhere and then i have time to kind of sit somewhere for two weeks and that would be really cool but there's something about just being out there um in the world it's like it breaks the it breaks the uh the i guess monotony of just home all the time yeah to the grind of working or or doing this or that (laughs) yeah i think uh i feel like you can probably just get comfortable and like you know like you just kind of i feel like sometimes people just need that change up just to spark something else and right yeah yeah i get get it um well you uh i got a couple of uh questions i've been uh asking and uh i think it'd be fun to get your take on some of these and um what uh i was thinking about like um some of the the writing and stuff and like uh you know mentioning some of these songs and artists and stuff but uh, is there uh maybe a dream duet or collaboration you would you would love to see for yourself is there a certain somebody that you uh, really admire that you would love to work with someday well, or? do they have to be alive i mean i i think anything's possible <laughs> i feel like my favorite artists are all gone sure i think know. with uh, ai technology of, we could probably make it all happen yeah because i mean if we could bring back like frank zapper or something yeah. you know and he was and he was willing you know something like that would be insane no i mean uh in today's world, newer artists, God, I don't know. There's so many good newer artists writing songs. I mean, there's like Tyler Childers and you have, you know, and he's he's incredible with his lyricism, you yeah. know. I don't know. There's a lot of people that love or hate him for one thing or another, but it's just like, I don't know. I think everything he's written, as far as lyrics go, is just incredible. Yeah, I was, um, I, I was kind of on the fence at first. I heard it... Uh, I think he's gotten better over the years personally. But. Like people were kind of like start. He started getting a lot of attention. Uh, I remember like he was coming to town. I think he was supposed to play Blueberry Hill and sold it out like instantly. And they moved it up to like Del Mar Hall or something like that. And then, and then, uh, you know, and then in the next year he's playing the pageant. And then he was supposed to play Chaffetz with Sturgill in like 2020. And then that got canceled and stuff. And then like now he's, into arenas and doing all these things and the guy's just been on a rocket for a while but uh i remember first thing i heard, first time hearing his stuff and i just kind of 
uh, didn't really hit me right away. It just kind of something about his voice. But then I gave it, I kept hearing it, his name. And I was like, all right, maybe I'm missing something. I kind of revisited and like really dive into his lyrics. And like, I, I'm really a big fan of his songwriting. He's a great storyteller. Um, yeah, I think it's a shame that some people just like his party songs the yeah. most. And I'm like, he writes way better songs than that. You know, you yeah. go back, you go way back in his early career. And, sure. You know, Virgie's one that like, some of that. Yeah, is yeah. One that yeah. like really resonates with me. It makes me think of my mom a lot. And, and Shake the Frost, Shake the Frost yeah. is one of my favorites. That's just a, you know, great storytelling. His imagery, like yeah. you know, talking about, you know, reminding me of a, a Sunday back in old Kentucky. Yeah. And it's like, you know, <laughs> that's so much imagery. Did you? Uh, He's talking about the, you know he he begins songs like that with so his best songs even his newer song, uh, in your love he he starts out with like this crazy imagery thing yeah. in the beginning yeah. Did you watch <laughs> using that his lyrics and, video of uh, Shake the Frost like where he's it's like a home video. Oh uh, yeah, I think so. Maybe I've I've always watched his live like he has a live one for that that's really yeah. good. There's like a home video like spliced up of him like playing the song for years and years and like yeah. it's just kind of you watch him being like go from like a little kid to becoming a man singing this song kind of thing like he's uh you know he was pretty obviously he's still a young guy but like you know he was pretty young when he when he's writing these things and, and yeah then, yeah uh but anyway it's just fun to like see like it goes from like the couch in the at a friend's party you know where nobody's there and now he's got an arena full of people singing the song. It's right, just like, yeah. So I wouldn't be, I'd be lying if I said I wasn't influenced by a lot of the newer yeah. people out there doing things sure. too. Like, uh, oh yeah. Like, you know, him and Zach Bryan and there's even like uh, Sierra Farrell and some of these ones that, uh, God, I can't name all of them, but there's some that nobody even knows. Sure, yeah. Just, you know, incredible. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I heard you uh, doing, I saw a little live video, you doing something in the orange and, uh, yeah, yeah, that's I a do good that tune. One, Oklahoma Smoke yeah. Show, I'll cover, you know, a couple of those. But yeah, I guess when you're you're playing the bar shows and stuff, you gotta gotta hit them with some of those. Uh, yeah, yeah. The, oh yeah. Get them. Uh, get the young girls. Uh, I'm sure those requests are coming in quite a bit for the along, for the Zach yeah. Bryan and stuff. And, <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. They they eating him up, man. He's like that guy's another one that's been on a rocket to the top. So. Yeah, I love how humble he is, too, because he's kind of just like, I don't really know what I'm doing, yeah. you know? <laughs> People have a real thirst for the raw stuff, you yeah. know? And that's why I think I probably the project after this, I'm, I'm going to go more, lean more into the grassy, you know, side of stuff I've written and the folky stuff yeah. and, and kind of take it to roots more. But, you know, I have the side of me that I really love playing uh, bigger sounding blues rock sort of stuff, too, and so yeah yeah i love a bit of everything <laughs> yeah yeah i mean i saw some stuff of you playing with uh electrics so i'm sure you like to yeah i like to yeah. play with the electric guitar and the effects pedals and stuff right yeah yeah you know i i, I have built a a board to perform in the studio and uh, the solos that are on this record are mine <laughs> yeah so that's me playing guitar <laughs> nice yeah but yeah i think uh I think that's what's fun about, you know, that like that you can do that from project to project, you know, like, hey, here's uh this is a full band rock record and this one's a little more folks, you know, acoustic uh, kind yeah, of, you know, it's yeah, like yeah. 
having different flavors. I talk uh, quite a bit about it, but I like uh, like a guy like uh, 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 John, uh, I want to say Chris Stapleton, but I don't. Well, Stapleton, Stapleton's done it all too. Uh, yeah. uh, John Mayer, I was gonna. Was a, oh, yeah, oh yeah, John Mayer. He's kind of done like he's had the pop, he's had the rock, he's had blues. He's like you right. know, now he's doing with the dead and like. You know, the guy's done pretty much he's every, a virtuoso. Yeah, he's, he's great. And, um, you know, and he's maintained a fan base through every one of the different, you know, genres, whatever he's been, whatever he's playing at that particular time in his life. So, um, you know, I think that's what's fun about an artist, just get creative in all kinds of different sounds. So, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, man, I'm, but, uh, I'm, I like what you're doing now and I'm interested to hear what's, uh, what's still to come from, the rest of this record and what we uh working on for some of these other future projects and stuff too so yeah i'm glad you had me on yeah well we're, i got a couple more questions for you though uh <clears throat> we um all right uh thinking about uh the the day comes along we get to uh kevin gruen action figures uh what <laughs> what would you like to see is maybe like your three accessory with your action figure Man, that's uh, like what, a reaccessory with an action figure. Yeah, what 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 do you feel like defines uh what Kevin Gruen, you know, like do you have like a signature uh Well, when I think of an action figure, I'm thinking of like what what sure. what, what physical attribute could right. you build on this on this person? All right. Um Man, that's a that's a tough one. I don't know. Yeah. What what a do you have like a dream guitar you want to put with it or anything like something like that maybe or uh or you have like um your uh whatever your favorite thing a drink or stuff you know those kind of things like it's always uh yeah uh, i mean you know my my little gigging fender has been like my uh you know, sidekick for a long time. I, I'm looking at getting another gig guitar, but it's yeah. it's uh, it's been with me for <laughs> right. three years or so. You know, so that would be fun to put something like that on my back. <laughs> right. Yeah, I just uh, these are uh, silly things I think about, and I think it, no, that's that's a you know that's a that's a breaker question. Yeah, that's for a, sure. Yeah. I don't think anybody's ever asked anything close to that one. <laughs> right. That's <laughs> yeah. That's, that's an interesting uh, one. Um, but I'm of that, uh, you know, I'm, no, that's good. I'm that's, of that era you know, where like, you know, we grew up on the Ninja Turtles, the yeah, Power yeah, Rangers yeah. and all the other, I'm sure if I thought longer, I could come up with a way better answer than <laughs> right. that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, what about, uh, is there a, uh, particular, uh, song you wish you wrote? Is there, is there one that, uh. Maybe you do in your set, your cover sets, or Ernie, or even just as a fan, like that. You're like, man, I, this one really speaks to me. I wish this was one of, you know, that. I don't know why Tyler Childers keeps coming back to <laughs> mind, you know, because almost every one of his songs, I yeah. feel like, man, I, why didn't I think of something like this? Because, yeah. well, it's just certain things like that. I mean, even a lot of Beatles songs, you you hear them and you're like, it's not really that difficult, like, but you know, you didn't write it. Yeah, it's just like. It's not very difficult to perform it, to cover it, but like, just write. You know, the writing of it yeah. is uh, it's like it, there's something to it, you know, and you you just get a spark when you write. So, 
you know, yeah. you you don't even realize. I think the best songs they say are written in like ten minutes, and that's a lot of what I, you know, the songs that people like the most that I've written were written in about ten minutes. I started them maybe in thirty seconds and yeah. then finished them later in like ten minutes or whatever. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. I don't know what it is. I I've heard that story a lot. That it's always the ones that come super, yeah. super quick. They're and they're like the catchiest, and people. It's the same thing in the studio, you know. I always feel like I overproduce something, and I'm like, man, mm. we had like it probably sounded better before we did anything to it, you know. When we go back to the to the first recordings, I'm like, we really didn't need to do that much. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we had it good on take one or two. You know, <laughs> yeah. Within the first three takes, it was fine. <laughs> uh, what about? Um is there something you think you could get into the Guinness Book of World Records for? Oh, God. I mean, it can be funny. I don't know. Maybe holding the longest note. I do yeah. that ridiculously at shows oh, yeah? sometimes. So if you ever come to a come to a show, you'll definitely hear me holding a note for a ridiculously amount of time. <laughs> just to, I've actually said I think I'm going to break the world record yeah. today. and. And held a note for like three minutes or something <laughs> insane, you know. So, so yeah. uh, that that's usually gets a lot of claps. I try not to overdo it, but sometimes it turns into a shtick. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah. It's always fun to see how long you can hold a note. Sometimes it's a, uh, you yeah. know. Yeah, I, uh, it's a game to play for sure. Yeah. Um, what uh, what about? Do you, what do you uh, what do you consider your like most uh, proud moment so far of your music career? Uh, is there any uh, particular gig or uh, or is it this permanent vacation Man, song? A lot or? of like gigs that I know you know that I'm, that I get you know proud about in the moment at least because people just get up and dance along and. I think it's people singing along to your songs. Yeah. Like, you know, because sometimes strangers will be in a room and I'll see them lipping a song of mine. Right. And I'm like, did they, like, how do they know this song? It's not released or anything, but it's catchy and it's usually old time feeling. Old time feeling is the one that, you know, I'm most happy about that. People seem to like it a lot. Mm -hmm. And uh, I don't know the particular reason why. I don't think it's a bad song. People just really seem to like that song so far and uh so i am really happy about that song uh but proud of like gigs i feel like just every gig where everybody shows up you know because i've built fan bases in all these areas and and uh just everyone showing up every single time and singing along or dancing and mm-hmm. i do sing-alongs at the end where i'll have people sing back to me and yeah you know it's that every time that connection is everything i say like the Crowd is at least 50% of every show. Sure. You know, so that's what makes me, that's what keeps me going really at the end of shows when people are really listening and I get a whole room dancing or singing along, you know, I to even cover songs. It's like, <laughs> no, that's the, that's uh like the joy of music. If I can make someone else's day better doing what I do, yeah. you know, then it worked out for not only me, but it worked out for, everyone else sure. it made their day better that's what it's all about and, man uh, yeah. so i did these singing telegrams for a while and they're very personal yeah and they really like 
I had a couple people like go to tears over songs and I don't have to understand it. You know, I'm just, they have some sort of connection with that song that I didn't realize. Yeah. But uh, I was hired to play this song for this person, come to their house or their office and dress crazy and <laughs> sometimes jump on an office table or do something wild. And so yeah, that's brought a lot of energy into my life when I do those. It sounds like a fun little job. Yeah. It's, it's a good little side gig and yeah, yeah, it inspires me sometimes, gives me energy. Do you have a any particular moment, like what a uh, certain song that you that comes to mind when you think of that? Like, is there that really sparked uh, uh, feelings with somebody? Is it like, uh, like songs I've heard. That, well, like that uh, you, that you played on that for somebody. Like, do you which one you feel like? Uh, I'm trying to remember the one that yeah. really made someone. I have a body. Up. I'm try- I did, I did, it wasn't a particularly sad or yeah. like love song or anything. That's why I was like, yeah. wow. Um, gosh, I'm trying to remember what, because it happened a couple different times. One of them, I think, was a Frank Sinatra song. Or- I think, I mean, that's the thing. Like, you can kind of connect to any song. It doesn't necessarily have to be like a super sad or, or happy, or but it's just like the memories that are associated with that yeah, song. Yeah, exactly. Like- yeah. It, so I. I don't. I mean, I have tons of those songs yeah, myself. Right. But, you know. Uh, yeah. It's hard to say because it's so personal. Yeah. I have a buddy. He's uh, does some of that kind of a similar thing, um, where he's like hired to like write songs. Uh, I forget what it's called now, but he, oh yeah, ghostwriter. Kind. Well, uh, it's but it's like a. Well, they give him credit, of course. It's like it's like a cameo thing, sort of deal, like where they can hire you just to write a song about. Uh, here's a couple of things. Can you write a song for my girlfriend or whatever kind of thing? And he'll, yeah, yeah. and he'll like, uh, you know, he'll do it. He'll take a job and he'll write these songs. And so he puts like pieces of their life into this song then, and, and, uh, and writes and records it and gives it to them as a, you know, whatever anniversary gift or however, whatever it might be and stuff. So, but, uh, so I thought that was interesting and I was wondering the same kind of thing. Like, does he ever, I asked him like, does that inspire you to write? Like, do you brawl moments of their life into, you know, kind of change the names or, you know, that type of, or scenario, like to apply it to a, a new original song kind of thing. Like, um, yeah, I could see so. a, great, a great song being written that way too, yeah. because I always say like, gosh, it's just like I, when I'm working, like when I'm doing something for someone else, it seems like I'm always working 10 times harder. Yeah. But if I just do something for myself, I'm like, I did like, I don't <laughs> right. know. <laughs> I don't know. It's just sure. yeah, I it's hard. It. Yeah. It's much harder to do. I'm just like, well, I could just sit here, you know, yeah. but like I want to, <laughs> you know, yeah. it gives me motivation. It would definitely give me some motivation to write something for yeah. someone else or whatnot. And that's what the whole point of uh, the largest point at least to music, I feel like is to be able to connect with other people. It's a language, it's a whole, you know. Yeah, definitely. It's a whole social sphere. I mean, it's almost like if a tree fell in the woods and you know who's around to hear it <laughs> all right yeah well very cool man i'm like uh really glad we did this and uh i really enjoy you sharing some of these songs with me and um i hope i'm i'm really excited to hear what you and uh ryan are cooking up over there at kalinga yeah he and so. those background vocals are uh ryan put on in permanent vacation the Real high background vocals, yeah. so yeah, he he blew me away with those. Yeah, he's, he's a very I, talented guy. I was like, guy. wow, he's 
he really thought those vocals out, man, the background yeah. vocals. He, he has a high pitch. Yeah. Uh, well, again, uh, get plugged in on uh, kevingruinmusic.com, and you can find uh, Kevin on your Facebook and Instagram, and you can follow along on your favorite streaming platform. Uh, you said you do have a little uh, home recording uh, a record out there from that, then. Yeah, yeah you yeah. did early on. Uh, that's available still out there. and uh, But this one will be a little bit more of a, a proper studio uh, stuff. So we're going to, but um, that'll, you can give some of those a spin to give you, hold you over and stuff. And yeah, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, man, I appreciate you uh, taking some time to hang with me and, and I uh, say we do it again soon. Yeah, definitely. Be happy to. Right on. Thanks, Kevin. All right. Bye, everybody. <laughs>